Blog Talk Radio. Class is in. It's time for Breaking Chains and History Talk with Dr. LaVert Kemp. Sit back, relax, learn, and listen. Pick up the phone and get involved in the conversation. 858-357-9137. Listen and learn who you are. Learn the true history of how society was physically built. Learn the history of who you really are. Learn the history of your people. It's Breaking Chains and History Talk with Dr. LaVert Kemp every Tuesday, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, right here on YAT Radio, leaving a mark that can't be erased by breaking the chains of silence through history. Being sponsored by the United Theological Seminary and Bible College in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Good evening. Good evening to each and every one. God bless you. I pray that you're having a good evening today. Um, Before we go in, I just would like to pray because so much has occurred in the past few days. Uh, We're in need of a prayer. And I want to just start this program off today, tonight rather, uh, with prayer. Merciful Father, we come in the merciless name of Jesus. We come asking, Lord, that you would uh, forgive us if we're sinned by omission or commission, first of all. And, Lord, we want to come asking, Lord, that you would uh, give us uh, a word from you. And we know that your word is already written, that you've written in a book called the Bible, Basic Instruction Before Leaving Earth. And, Lord, we come, Lord, asking, Lord, that you would give us the spiritual illumination that we need. And as we begin to study true history, Lord, we pray that you would open our hearts and our minds that we will receive this true history lesson and also those things that in the Bible that have been uh, misquoted and misused to downcast a certain race of people. And, Lord, we just thank you, Lord. We thank you for... Uh, this uh, History Talk program, and we thank you for Reverend William as he brings forth different ministries. This ministry is to come against those false teachings that we've had for so many years and those things that have been purposely absent from the teaching in our history in America and all over the world, the lies that have been perpetrated by European or the Eurocentric way of education those things that have been left out to to uh, to demonize certain other races or group of ethnic that as we go forth, that it will be something said, something done in this program that will give us more knowledge and draw us closer to you. The thing about it is no such thing as me, but it's we. We, the people of the world, can change so much. All we have to do is have a four-letter word, and that's love. Oh, we thank you and we praise you, Lord. And there's nothing that we could do about it but love one another. Lord, we thank you again. In the matchless name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> Before I go off into our history lesson, I've learned that history is anything that happened five minutes ago. History just meaning something happened in the past. Anything one second ago when I first came on, that's history because that happened a few minutes ago. But nevertheless, 
we we we, we want to talk about uh, certain things that are bright and transpiring right now. I'm a little despondent with our president, and with the, I'm very despondent with the Republican Party. But I'm also uh, a little despondent with our president because so many things that he has promised us that he's reneging on and he's going other ways. I was so hurt when I heard that he went along with the Rittenhouse trial. It was shown by video. It had been shown by video. Rittenhouse, which was 16 or 17 during that time, he left his the state that he lived in. He came to Kenosha, which is in a whole different state. He brought an AR rifle, knowing that they were rioting and protesting, and he was going to be against them. And so he was inciting them by coming, being of a Caucasian, being coming in the midst of the people, and, and in essence, coming there. Uh, coercing them to come at him so he could kill them. There's nothing right about that. First of all, he wasn't supposed to be old enough to have a rifle. He wasn't supposed to, to bring that across state line. And he wasn't supposed to kill anyone. He would, If he would not, not have been there, those two that died wouldn't have never died. Those, the one that was shot in arm wouldn't have never been shot. And for the say you have 11 and 1, the beat goes on. And, and, and what I'm saying, and I'm going to explain this, not all whites are bad, but I've seen this throughout my life, that if you have a black man standing before an all-white jury, he could be innocent. He's going to prison. Just all they have to do is degrade him, demonize him, and he's going to prison, just as as things have happened so much with us in in the past, and it's continuous, it's continuous. By Rittenhouse, when they let him go, it felt to me, and this was very hurting, it felt like someone spit it in my face, that they had been spitting in my face for year after year after year, and it never ends. And... At the audacity, and, and God, I want God, I, I'm, I've been pastoring for so many years, but God is going to have to forgive me for saying this, that Orange Orangutan had the young man, after they let him go, after these uh, racists that was on the jury let him go, they let him go, and the ex-president, Donald Trump, I call him Orange Orangutan, he had the audacity to invite young man or uh, what that that heathen to Malago in Florida and shake his hand and took a photo out with him. If that's not spitting in every African American face and telling us, I'm glad he did what he did and we still could get away. And that's what he the hatred that he's spewing. And those seventy four million that voted for him. You could say anything you want to. This man is not a Christian, and you you could say about his policies. His policies were a total failure. So don't say that is that you're there because he's talking about race. He's talking about race, and 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 I, and I am so tired 
uh, hearing people say it takes time. Hell, 156 years is a long time for America to change to a Christian country, uh, but just to start treating people fair. And it have not happened yet. It haven't happened yet. And it's it's it, and for President Joseph Biden, he said he went along with the jury. And I was talking to some, and uh, they came up with some good answers. And one of the answers was, and I know it's the truth. He did that for political purposes. In other words, he he would insult some good white folks. You know, that's been being played on us so many years, and we can never go forward because you're appeasing, uh, you're appeasing someone that is evil. You're upholding evil. You're upholding treachery. You're upholding the very same people that did, uh, did, did a genocide and took land. You're upholding everything that's been did. And, and and the beat goes on. Yes, he went to Rittenhouse. Now, now I have to say this. If that would have been, and I'm going to use uh, Reverend William because he and I are, are on the air right now together. If Reverend William would have went to Kenosha with an AR and walked in the front of the police or walked down the street with an AR, he would have had so many holes in him, you would have thought he was Swiss cheese. Or myself, I would have been a sifter. I would have been riddled with holes, and they would have said that they thought I was attacking them. The kid was able just to leave. If that would have been my kids or grandkids, they would have killed them. And 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 and, and it hurts you. And I resent seeing this over and over again. And it's like it's like them continuing to spit in your face from slavery continuation and they ask why people do what they do. And like I say, I, I don't say all whites are like that and I never would bung all because we have some, some blacks that I'm so glad that African Americans, I'm just so glad they're in prison because they're, they're evil. But there are so many whites that's evil that's not in prison and that's businessmen that have got riches, who who became rich off of slavery, and their parents passed the money down to them. That's that's what I'm saying now. And the reason I say is that 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 was eleven and one jury, Darmon Aubrey. And again, I don't know what would would happen to me. My mind would might have been no, it wouldn't have been blown, but. I'm on Aubrey. Now, they said that this guy, they thought he was breaking in. He was stealing from a a house that someone was working on. He was jogging. He didn't have anything on him. Why are you following him? They showed on on the video, they showed white folk going in there looking over the house. No one chased them down. No one did anything. But they chased this kid down. And for some reason, whites don't have a sympathetic heart for black folk. I guess they think we're animals, and it doesn't matter that our children are being murdered, senselessly being murdered. And that does not give them a reason for to say we're killing ourselves. 
Yes, we're killing ourselves, and we need to stop. And I speak out against the killing that's going on, because if you would just look up the murder rate where I live in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, you will find out over three a week is dying on the streets. I mean, it's it's like uh, similar to a war zone. Every time you look at it, it's sad. But at the same time, that doesn't give reason for for other races to continue to kill us, things that they've been doing since they brought. And we was here before then, but they, they, their history says 1619. And we're just going to say for so 1619. But but I know that, that, that blacks were in America long before that. I know uh, about the Olmec people. I know that there were different tribes that were uh, Native Americans that were black. I know that a whole lot of the indigenous people of America were black. I know that they were brown-skinned people by even a Caucasian or European history tells that and how that this genocide happened to them. But now with Alma and Aubrey, they found the guys guilty. And I pray when that sentence has come, each one get natural life. Never get out because that was pure savagery and murder. You ride and then they even was taped and said, we done trapped him, trapped like a rat. That's what was stated. Trapped like a rat. I have kids, I have a grandson about his age, and if that would happen to me, I don't know if I could go to a courtroom and look at the people that did that, that did that to my grandson. They might have to chain me down because of it. I mean, is we going? We we continue to go through the same thing that happened in in the eighteen hundreds and the early nineteen hundreds, and the beat. And I, I have this said, and the beat goes on, and it's continued to go on. And, and I'm reminded, and I, I usually say this coming to the end, but I'm remind, reminded of what John Lewis said when he was being questioned on by the news. Uh, I think it was CNN. I think I'm not sure. I think it was CNN, but I know it was a news. And then what they were doing was trying to find out how he felt about when George Floyd was murdered about the looting, rioting, and burning. But they never said that that there was white folk that was doing the looting and rioting and burning and blamed on blacks. They caught the lady. They caught some other people that they know was Boogaloo Boy or whatever they called them that was doing it and they put the bad rap on blacks. Now, I want you to understand what, what John Lewis said. John Lewis, and I, I totally agree with John Lewis, and I thought he addressed it so intellectual and, and so fair and truthful well, John Lewis made a statement, and John Lewis said that he didn't condemn condone uh, violence, like like he didn't condone uh, the looting, the, the the rioting, and the burning of, of places. He did not condone it. He's made, but he used a, a, a conjunction. He said, "But." Those of you know a little English know about a conjunction. It's a run-on sentence. He said, but if there were no violence committed against blacks, 
if there were no 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 things that had been dead to us, if our our rights had not been violated, if you stopped killing us and for nothing and you stopped doing the things you do to black folk, that that never was riding until they just kill us and and, and then if you want us just to say, well, uh, well, uh, we we're gonna pray about it. That thing continue to go on, but the rioting and looting have been done to say we're tired. We are tired of you misusing us. We're tired of you killing us. And then it's not just the fact that that we never get justice. It's very seldom that a black person ever get justice when a white killer black <laughs> nine times out of ten. He's going to get away. But Armand Aubrey thing, take my hat off and have to take it off for all fairness. The jury found him guilty. And it, 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 I mean, just to be right, the law should prevail for every man. <coughs> but it didn't prevail for those killed and shot by Rittenhouse. And out of everything, this man, this white supremacy that we had, supremacists, that we had for a president, Donald, the duck, a Donald, the pink orangutan or whatever he is, that was president of the United States, maybe the dumbest president we've ever had, would call that kid and take a photo out with him. You were spitting in black people's face. And if blacks don't get out to vote against the Republican Party for that reason, because they continue to spit in the face, you'd never hear them speak out about the mistreatment of blacks. They condone it. And when for President Biden, they said he had went along with the jury. It hurt me. Now, President Biden, I have a bone to pick with you because George Floyd Act about the police killing and doing things to people. Uh, I have a bone to pick with you about that. That's on your desk. I have the bone to pick with him because of who he is. The Voting Rights Act, John Lewis Voting Rights Act, they're trying to, they're already gerrymandering and they're already doing things to, to, to get rid of the voting power of blacks. And, okay, you, you, you're doing that to get rid of, our, to reduce our voting power. You're making laws to make it hard for those who don't have transportation to, uh, to get to the polls. You're moving different by drop boxes and everything so far out until you you can't even you can't even uh, get to them. Those who don't have transportation, so you're making it so hard. They even had it where once you the old people can't stand up if it's a long line to vote. You have to stay in line. You can't get out of line. You it's 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 sad that uh, this place that we call the home of the free and in the land of the brave and the home of the free and our children. And I'm going to get to, to I'm going to go back in time in history, but this has been laid on my heart. I'm tired of whites. I'm tired of whites. 
folk, European white folk in America. I am just tired of them talking about being patriotic. You don't know the definition of being patriotic. The most patriotic person in America is black soldiers, black soldiers. We have fought in every battle, every war, and came back and been mistreated, children killed, arrested for nothing, innocent going to prison. Uh, the job that, that, that we qualify for, we don't get. You could take a, 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 a white person right now, you could average a white person with a high school diploma, make more than a, a, a black with a college degree. Some of them dropouts make, make more than a college a black with a college thing. And they would make, whenever you do anything politically, you do it with reverse action. When they said that they were going to, about the minority uh, getting jobs, they made the white female a minority. So they don't have to get a black man a job uh, to catch up with, with whites. All they have to do is give it to a white female. Or uh, either they could fire a black female or a black male and hire a white female, and she is classified as minority. So there's so many lies that's been told. I don't understand the nature of so many African-Americans. We're so caught up on partying. We're so caught up on listening at the wrong information that you're blind to what's going on right in the front of your face. And then there are those who we have that politician that we're sending to represent us in this republic that's only grieving their palm. They're only finding ways to make money. They're only finding ways to have friends with different other a white politician that can give them money or help them with uh, what they need to do for favors telling our people out every day. I, I haven't, and, and I, I need to say this, I haven't seen other than maybe, uh, and I don't believe in his theology uh, and some of the things that rhetoric that uh, Brother Farrakhan say. But Farrakhan is a, is, a, is a born leader for blacks. He really, really stand up and he says, and most of the things he say are true. Are the truth. All you have to do is wait a couple of years, they come out. All you have to do is listen closely to what he says. But he's been betrayed by the media and by whites as being uh someone that's that 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 that's crazy and and and, and a racist, a bigot racist that hate white people. No. All of our presidents, just about other than a very few, were more bigot and racist than Farrakhan including Donald Trump. So let us not fall for, I call it the okey-doke, and let us learn to read and study exactly what's going on. And I hate to talk about those current events and, and things. I know we're trying to get the infrastructure bill passed, and yes, it's going to bring jobs, but we need some equality in the country, and it, it's going backwards. And I pray that our that African American eyes are open, that they're sending us backwards. We're not going forward with gentrification going on. 
uh, gerrymandering going on. There's so many things that's going on. The rich are getting rich and the poor are getting poor. And, you know, the, the, the cost of living is constantly going up. But no one was saying about bringing the minimum wage up to $15. But they will tell you, blatantly, they said every day on television, CNN, MSNBC, uh, Fox, which I hate to watch because that's a born racist station. It's, that's not new. They're just bona fide racists. And all these white evangelicals that listen in at Fox, you are not Christians. And I want to say this, and I want them to hear me. You are not a Christian. There's nothing Christ-like about you. And to those who claim they're Catholics and, and, and you're pro-life, well, you could kill blacks on the street and you don't feel nothing about murder, genocide, and things are going on over in Africa. You don't feel anything, but you could talk about human rights. But uh, you, we don't, blacks don't really have total human rights here. There are, there are different cities and towns. If a black man caught in certain areas, he may be lynched. So... With all that going on, don't don't dare tell me about about, about the listen at you because you are no more than a Christian if Satan is a Christian, and and that's that's Dr. Kemp feeling about these large evangelicals that's on television support talking about abortion. And now, don't get me wrong, I don't believe in abortion. But murder is murder. I don't care if the baby is unborn. I don't care if the baby one year old. I don't care if, if the person a hundred years old. Murder is murder. And if you murder somebody, you need to pay the penalty. And all the murders and the rapes that you've done and perpetrate blacks as being being criminals and, and, and animals, and you are the master of rapes. Robberies, looting, and burning. That's your MO, not black folk. Black folk that fed your babies and did everything for you and built this country on their blood, sweat, and tears. But now you have to pay them, pay them and now they're too lazy. They're lazy and no good people. No, you were too lazy to work and they built your country. You stole the Indian, the land from the Native Americans because you bought the gold and other things that they have because you didn't have it in Europe. So you came here and did what you did. So remember where you came from and stop calling America a Christian nation because you are not. Quit talking about abortion. And Catholic Church, I want you to understand that King James got, he had Pope Nicholas VI to sign a referendum for slavery. Now, so now, now these are things that that a lot of people don't know. So when this come about, and all these lies about Christ is white and the apostles and and the prophets are white, it's time for all those lies to cease. You know it's a lie, and 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 if anybody ever do any research. They will find out, and all you have to do is is be able to 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 go back and trace everything back to that time, two thousand years ago, two thousand twenty five, 
1,300 years back. And you'll find out when Moses, Moses was black, you'll find Moses was a, was a person, Moses was black. His wife thought he was an Egyptian. And if you look at all this, all the, the kings and queens of Egypt were black. Why do you think that all the noses off just about the, it would be something if just the nose was off the space. But if you go in there, all the statues, the nose have been knocked off, off of them. Now, and don't get me wrong. He, he, uh, people in Africa are not real. All all the people are not dark-skinned. I mean, never been interbreeded with anybody. You have them brown, you have them light brown, you have them caramel, you have them brown, and you have them dark-skinned. And a lot of it is according to the way you live, how close you are to the equator. And that's why up in Europe, when they left out of Africa, uh, about well, for the Caucasians in Europe, it's been forty thousand years. That's why they went up there. And now, now they went up in the cold water. So that if you look at a real globe and find out where it is, you'll see how far they are away from the equator in Europe, in Germany, in Russia. You'll see how far they are away from the equator. Matter of fact, the equator is almost down to Brazil, or right around Nigeria and some other places. So uh, therefore. <laughs> And that's way away from even even from Florida anyway, is it, not not close to the equator. And you know it stay warm there. But if you get around the equator where the sunshine most and it's there, the people are gonna be dark. Even if you find a white uh, a, a Caucasian, if that person stay in the sun a long time, you start getting burned, you start tanning. But but he but the thing about them and I'm gonna I'm gonna stop right there because I'm getting off into another portion of our program. But I, I had to deal with Amon Aubrey's case, and I had to deal with Rittenhouse. I had to deal with these lies that have been perpetrated to teach our children in school about history. And, and they had this thing going on. I was just dealing with some current activities or events that, that's occurring right now. And they, they were voting. Now, we, we talk about voting. Should they teach CRT and that critical race theory? And if I, I keep echoing this over and over again, it's a theory is an unproven fact. It is a fact that Columbus didn't discover America. It is a fact that, that they sent vagabonds from Europe to colonize this that this, this this country, which so they didn't discover anything, they sent people to colonize it, and the same people that they, that the Native Americans might have brought shared a turkey would kill them and took their land. That's true. A bunch of heathens killed the people and took their land, and now and then they was lazy and couldn't take the heat and couldn't work hard because they came from a cold climate. So they went and got a person that could work hard and could work in heat. And they went and they got Africans from Africa, which is how we call ourselves African-American, and worked them for, for 300 years for free. Right at, right at 300 years for free, 17 to $19 trillion. That's what, what the payback should be. President Biden, I'm highly upset with you. You want to give those, and I, I don't get me wrong, they've been mistreated. 
but I, I dare you. I, I, I'm appalled that you even thinking of it. That because the kids were put in detention, they came across the border, and I think it's totally wrong what was done by President Trump, how they had those children in cages. I think it's totally wrong, but for you to say you're going to give them 400 and something plus dollars for what they had to go through, and my four parents came over here in the 1600s and were sold, their children sold from under, were raped, were whipped, sodomized, brand on their box, and, and, and you talking about giving somebody that came over four hundred and some thousand dollars, and you haven't gave us a copper penny. You haven't gave the suffering, and I, I, I have to get this off my chest because quit playing with blacks as they are dumb. Don't not play with black folk as they're dumb. If you want to see a change in the killings and everything going on, do you know that poverty breeds crime? Poverty breeds crime. You could take the richest white folk, the most educated white folk, and make them live under the condition that blacks have had to live for hundreds of years, and they would revert, revert to crime. They didn't build not, 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 nothing up. If they build something up, they had an easier way to build it up than blacks. If you catch a person, want a person to know that a person started from the bottom and built their way up, here's some of these little rappers, Jay-Z, 50 Cent. I mean, uh, P did it. So these guys, Master P, they, they, they come from Project did, and then they had uh, against them because they're black. It, there is... Uh, White privilege. Whites are privilege, and they have that privilege. People don't look at them that way. And so, so it is. And, and I, I, I think about that so much that, that we really need to start studying because it's so much that's occurring because the Bible talks about my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. And, and the knowledge comes from is that we don't read. We don't study. And God wants us, God is a God of love. He wants us all to be treated equal. God love is for all humanity, not for Europeans to, to tell, go around and tell lies. They have lied on every place that it is. Now, um, they had the Berlin, what they call the Berlin Conference. And I want to tell you about Africa, why Africa is in the shape it's in today. They had something in 1884, it's called the Berlin Conference, where the European nations came together and decided how they would come together and divide Africa up. Don't you know that, that the majority of the countries in Africa belong to, from the, to the French, then the British, the Portuguese, the Dutch? Oh, yeah, it's all over the Germans. Them a country that uh, that's who colonize them. That's who 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 get the wealth from them. The people and you ask how could a country that have most most of all the diamonds, gold, all kind of uh, coffee, you name it, whatever you need is in Africa. 
But why are they poor? It's because they're being raped by the Europeans. Just to be just be honest with you, look it up. If, if there are any Caucasians on it, look it up. And it's not that they, they're not smart enough to handle their own business. They are. But they've never been warmongers. And don't say that you're so smart, that, that whites are smart, and you develop these weapons because you everything that you develop came from someone else. Okay, everything that you have just about came from Rockets came from China. There's so much that I could say and I could bring up and say, but I, I would just submit to you, find out what invention the Chinese made, that the Japanese made, the Koreans made, find out what the people from India uh, invented. Uh, then you find out what the Native Americans invented. Then you find out what the African, the people in Africa invented, because they were the first one with skyscrapers. Uh, and they wasn't like the people that live in Egypt now. Those are Arab people, though. Though that's not Kemet. Kim mean black. Now, all these things are going on. What I'm saying, and then look up how many inventions were made by African Americans. And know what you're going to go like I did when I looked it up. I went like, wow, white folk really didn't do anything. And they know it. They know it. But that's why they never wanted you to read. That's why they never wanted blacks to ever try to get an education. Because when you when they find out, when you find out that you didn't do anything, then what you going to say? What are you going to say? What you going to teach your children? All that you told them were lies? And it's true. What you going to tell them? All lies. And that's what it's been. That's what history, and that's what we've been brainwashed in school. In school in America, that history is the biggest lie that Christ ever died for. You didn't discover no Forgive the interruption. God bless. And some million white folk in the world. That might sound like a large number to say 800, 800, 800 over 800 Eight point nine uh, million, hundred million people. Well, do you know that it's over seven, almost eight billion people in the world? They make up less than eleven percent of the population of the world is Caucasian. Everybody else are people of color. You you make up less population than anybody else. But yet you're the most warmongering per people. Uh, and, and all you are is really, to, to be truthful, you are an albino by, by, by race. You are albino. And uh, it's time that you stop lying and teach people the real Bible. Because I want you to understand that we, are, we know who the real people, who the children of Israel really is. We know about that. You know, we understand that, that you put some people in the Holy Land. 
that they have nothing to do. And whenever, any time someone that's listening find out who are the Khazars, find out who are the Eskenaz or the Serpum. And the Serpum come from around Spain. Khazar came from north, north, uh, north of Turkey. And the Eskenaz are Russian people. So they're really not Jews. They're really not, not that term Jew shouldn't even be. That the word is Judah, J-U-D-A-H. That word Jew come from the term Jewry, which those people that were nomadic people traveling, traversing through uh, Europe, selling jewelry and making jewelry. Don't get me wrong, they're very talented. Uh, were selling jewelry, and they were uh, money changers and loan companies, loan sharks, and that's why uh, they wanted them killed. Now it's a lot of things that we need to. Uh, know, you know, exactly who are and what is a Jew. And you can find Dr. John Kendrick Clark's uh, speech with uh, in Marcus Garvey's lecturer series and find that out. And it, it, that, that's very important. And it's important for us to understand, even to this very day, there are over 350 white hate groups in America. And we're about the only place that People are called white. In Europe, you call a European, you're not called white. That that's that's that supremacy that that America have, have been perpetrating. Now, we have to understand about the beginning of mankind, and we have to understand just how they work. And when we learn how they work, we'll find out. You know, if we would go as further back as we can, we would go to uh, what they call Arapautus. That that's a writer, Picus, which was for that started before. Now we know Lucy was. Australopithecus, uh, and that was 3.2 million years ago. But before that, our where our ficus, our ficus, our the ficus, and that was 4.4 million years ago. So that would be for the time of Lucy. And Lucy was the time when they were uh, bipedability, bipedability meaning to walk upright. And that was 3.2 million years, but they found out that it went back further, almost to 6 million years that they were finding different things in Africa. And I want you to understand this. Africa's greatest uh, anthropologist, talked about the French and the British, how they tried to hide who the Egyptians, that they were truly black. All you have to do is read their own history, the Greek history and the Roman history, and they will come out and tell you that people were black, tell you that whites or other races had nothing to do with the building of the pyramids. You know, it's been over two million years ago that Christ died, I mean, 
excuse me, 2,000 years ago that Christ died. Well, most of the pyramids were built around 2,800 years ago. And they were living in stone homes made out of stone. And most of the parts in Eastern Africa, they were living in stone homes. The homes were made of stone. And this pyramid goes back 2.8 million, 2.8 thousand years before, uh, 2,800 years before Christ. Now, 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 it was almost 500 years before the Greek even picked up on some of the architectural stuff that they were able to do in Egypt. You know, when they started building uh, those coliseums and things, that was way behind the time of uh, Egypt. And Egypt were black. All the kings were black. But they try to hide those things. And that's why I said earlier, if you listen to me, how they shot the nose off to speak. But the speak is not all. Look up the statues and find out all these different statues to kings. And you'll find out that the majority of them noses are shot off. Why is just the nose shot off? And that is to hide who the people, who the kings were. And, you know, we we talked about, we talked, uh, always talk about, I always like to take us back in time. And I always like to bring up the fact that, that, Mankind started in Africa, dealing with with the Homo habilis, Homo that that's Homo habilis. Now that came right after uh, Australopithecus, well, or right around the same time. And now we uh, talk about how in Ethiopia in nineteen uh, seventy four how. Uh, Don Johansson and Tom Guy made a discovery of a fossil called Lucy. And she was right at 3.2 million years ago they found her. She was a homehead that meant that she could walk straight up. She wasn't a monk. And she had to walk with her hand on the ground, but they found a fossil of her. And later on, now I said Australopithecus, but now that was that that go back over three three million two hundred thousand years ago, and and they have some that go back further. I, I was speaking concerning that earlier, and uh, but here we find that comes that, but they were studied and studied, and they find out that Mary Leakey. And her husband, Louis Leakey, that's Mary Douglas Leakey and her husband, Louis Leakey, they found in the old days gorge, as, as they were excavating, and that old days gorge is located in Tanzania, in East Africa. And they gave the name Zanthropus. Uh, it means East Africa. Well, they found the archaeological and anthropological finds that they found fossils of an ancestor of an ape. 
and a human while excavating an old deep garden. They also found tools and skeletal remains that date back over 2 million years ago. Now, I want you to pay pay close attention that everywhere where they're finding these uh, body findings that they, they're finding these people are in Africa. They're no way but in Africa. Now, Homo, again, again, uh, now, really, Homo Abibilis, uh who they call Cuba Fora, is 1.76 million years old. Would that support us in Xanthropy? And uh, Luther was found in Hadar, Egypt, and they just said bipedability, meaning she was able to walk upright, and Lucy being right at 3,200,000 years. And that they found out, they found some footprints that even went back further than that a volcano had erupted, and they left footprints where animals went, and it almost, uh, it went back about four million years. Aratopicus, and that was over four million years ago. Australopithecus was 3.2, and the Homo habilis is 1.76. That would be the time of Professor Leakinum was right at two uh, million years ago. Now, like I said, you can find that the British and the French all, um, not the British, excuse me, but the Greek and the Roman scholars all said that Ethiopian were black. But all of a sudden now they've changed it because that, and they moved e- Egypt all off of Africa, out the map of Africa and call it something else which really was no more than a lie. But this has been perpetrated against African-Americans and the false teachers for so many years. So many years we, we've been through this. Now, I want us to, 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 just to just to think about what I just told you. Mankind evolved in Africa. But now, I know you're saying, well, uh, I wonder where white folk come if everybody came from Africa. And we'll get to that. I think I have some time to get to that, too. But uh, if if all you have to do, if you want to talk to some uh, uh, Caucasian, ask them if they trace their, if they trace their DNA back in their maternal, uh, their maternal, inherited part of their meaning uh, from the mother side, the, the female side, uh, you'll find out the uh, mitochondrial DNA that came from the maternal uh, inherited uh, mitochondria within our cells and all human cells. We have theoretically the same common ancestor. And that common ancestor is known as mitochondria Eve who lived over 200,000 years ago in South Africa. She was not the first human, but every other female lineage eventually had no female offsprings, and so failing to pass on the mitochondria DNA 
And then as a result of this, the humans, all humans today, listen at me closely, all humans today can trace their mitochondrial DNA back to this lady, mitochondrial Eve, a black woman. Within her DNA and that of her peers exists all the genetic variations we see in contemporary humans today and since Eve time. And notice what 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 I said. I said that exists all the genetic variations and what I'm talking about, how people look different, come from her genetics. It it was passed on through them and a lot of us uh went through a, a variant uh form and we turned like different colors. But now listen you see, we see that all contemporary humans since Eve time and different populations of humans have drifted apart genetically, forming distinct ethnic groups that we see today. And what they're saying is you got people in India, Egypt, and different parts of the world that drifted apart, but we all carry that mitochondrial DNA from that black female named Eve. I'm talking about white folk. I'm talking about everybody. All of us came from a black woman. And now, now there's a man now, there's a man that, that, that who lived about 315 years before Christ in South Africa. He is the closest relative yet to the humanity common to the female ancestor of uh, mitochondrial Eve. He's the closest. His DNA almost matched up perfectly. Now, they know that he fished because he lived on the coast of Southern Africa, and he was the closest genetic match to Eve. Now, this fossil was found in St. Helen Bay in South Africa by archaeologist Andrew Smith, who uh, was in the university, who teach at the University of Cape Town. Now, in understanding what they're saying is that, that mankind, not evolved, but mankind, first came from Africa because the oldest fossils, they don't go to a different other countries to find these fossils. What they do, they go right to uh, to Africa to find out where the people come from. And then since we were talking about genetics, uh, Gregoire Mendel is the father of genetics. And, and genetics is uh, inheritance involving the passing of discrete units of inheritance of genes from one parent or offspring to another. Now, now, now Mendel found out that he dealt with uh, being a botanist, too. He dealt with plants and all kind of things. But Mendel had a law, and Mendel law uh, matches that of uh, what they talk about out of Africa dispersion, because Mendel talks about the law of independent assortment, how, how independently we are assorted and, and how we, we end up becoming the being. And then they say the law of dominance. And and you can see that in China, wherever you find a, a whole lot of people that look a certain way, that's the way the people are going to look. And segregation, you know, that means law of segregation, meaning people, certain people living in certain areas. Now, now, we have to look at this gene pool that we have. Now, this is something that I want you for to pay close attention. Now, this is about Professor uh, Gregoire, uh, Gregoire Mendel. Uh, he came up with, he discovered that dark and brown skin is dominant. Now, that means superior. If you can look it up 
and they said those who have brown eyes have dominant genes, which means superior. He said light skin come from a recessive gene. Blue eyes come from a recessive gene. Now, it's imperative that we, 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 we understand that and stop thinking that we're dumber than someone because they've told lies to us all these years because they want you to think that you're dumber than they are. And that's not true. It's by far not the truth. They know better than it, than anything else. Now, they, they had the, about the hidden DNA discovery only found in black people. This is called, now it was called a disequilibrium. Now, I mean, it was, it was something that 15, it was 15, uh, it was 15 white scientists was writing and, and they were doing a study. And we wrote that this thing was called Global Pattern of Disequilibrium. That's the name of it. Global Pattern of Disequilibrium. And what they did, they did a study to measure the intelligence and who had a greater chance of being of possibly being a genius out of the different people around the world. So they're testing people to find out their intelligence level. And this is what they came up with. So they started off with animals, and they started off with animals in, in the monkey family because they said that we ate we evolved from them. So they're going to start from that. It started with the remember, I told you it's the highest level of, uh, of uh, series you have, the more intelligent, you know, it operates in sequence and series with your, your DNA. So when they test the orangutan, the orangutan had three series. But when they test the gorilla, the gorilla had four series. Now when they check the chimp, the chimp had five series. And now when they checked, they had six series. And when they checked people all around the world, the Chinese, the Japanese, the Vietnamese, when they checked them, all of them had six series built above any animal. But after coming to checking everybody else, they went to West Africa and they tested the Africans, and that's why most of us, most of the people in the United States came from was West Africa. And we had to end up with nine series. Nine series. That means that you more have to be a genius than anyone else on the planet, that you're more intelligent. It measures your intelligence level. And they know this. They did not publish it. They copyrighted it because they, they didn't want it to get out about what the finding was when they did that study. Now, remember what I told you. You can look up Dr. Edward Robinson. He'll tell you about it. About And, and the one that was, that was writing it was uh, the DNA strand. And it talks about the American Association of Advanced Science. DNA series, and uh, you can look up Dr. Edward Robinson, and you'll find out just what I tell you is true. They found out that, that, that Africans were more intelligent than just about any other race that they have. Now, we, we know that we get our mitochondria DNA from 
out, out from the female, from the female, and we get our nuclear DNA from both parents and the male. And, and so we, you know, we have our our uh, chromosomes and all kind of other thing, and we have our nucleus and our mitochondria and typoplasm and cytoplasm and things within a cell. And we get these things, we receive these different sources from different one of our parents. And it, it's very uh, important that we get this. Now, uh, her name was Sarah Tish from the University of, of uh, Pennsylvania. In part one about African genomics of human evolution, she was the one that telling us that everybody came from someone, came from a black person. Now, when you think about some, again, I'm going to allude to something I said earlier uh, with that. Uh, the global platter of disequilibrium tells of your intelligence level. Well, if you look at the fiber optic, how we got uh, five, that, that, that five gig uh, uh, wiring now that you, you, could, you could go with that and your GPS, your fiber optic wiring, that came from two black females. The GPS, the cell phone, a black male typewriter, the gas mask, just a few. I'm not going to name all the black inventions that black did, the safety glove, the elevator, the clothes dryer, the air conditioning unit, the almanac, blood plasma bag, lawnmower, lube cup, refrigerator, spark plug, stethoscope, thermostat control, traffic light. I said typewriter and the electric light bulb for a lamp. Now, that's just a few, and that's not counting the inventions that the people in China, the people in Japan, India, and other places did that uh, that didn't come from Europe. Again, as I say, Europe uh, gave the least thing possible to the world, but they claim that if you listen at them, they're the most intelligent people going, and they, but they use the money of other races to, 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 to feast off of. Now, I, I'm going to say this, and I see my time has run. You can say it run out, but I'm going to say this right quick. And uh, because I am a pastor, and I, my uh, Ph.D. is in theology, and I, I just study a lot of other, uh, other things. I, I do a lot of research on a lot of other things. But uh, I want you to understand when you're reading about the Garden of Eden, the Garden of Eden was in Africa. Too, right around the old guards and other places that were mentioned earlier, what I was talking about, uh, and uh, around Kenya and uh, Tanzania, excuse me, around that area. If you read your Bible, when you start talking about the location of the Garden, the uh, Garden of Eden, they tell you the Garden of Eden started off. It comes and it divided into four. It was one river that divided into four rivers. And the first was the Gion, and the Gion encompassed the land of Havilah, which is Cush, where there's Beldon Rocks. And uh, first of all, you need to know that the word Cush means burnt face. That, that's the name of Ethiopia. Havilah is the son of Cush, which is the son of Ethiopia. It encompassed the land of Havilah, which is the land of Ethiopia. And then they say, now that's the guy, now they say the Pishon, uh, encompassed the land of Deja Budi, a Somali land, which is Somalia, and all of us know that that's on the continent of Africa. Now, they used the Euphrates River, and they, the other river they call 
was the Hedekia, and it's try to where it's been said by some scholars that the Hedekia River is the Tigris River. But the Bible said that the Hedekia River flowed east and west, but the Tigris River flows north and south uh, parallel with the uh, parallel with the Euphrates River. So that debunks that right there. And there's so many other things that tell you. And I would like to say, if you would ask anybody about the Holy Land having lions, hippos, leopards, a cheetah, different animals, you'll find out that they're not there. During the time the landmass was joined together until they build a Suez Canal. It's a lot of things that we can look up, and my time is getting short, but it had some things that I thought was very important uh, other than, you know, going back and telling you certain things. And it's, it's a blessing that we learn who we are because you're never going to be told by those who enslave you and those who want you to still feel that you are inferior to them when they were living, still living in cave and huts, and they had they had uh, Africa had intelligent nations who was wearing gold and, and able to cut all kind of precious stone for kings in Egypt and other places, and the Nubians was able to do it, and the new whole lot of than the Ethiopians, and the Ethiopians were not as light-skinned as they are today. The Ethiopians are more Nubian-like people. Also, the Nubians were uh, different pharaohs of, of Africa, but all the pharaohs, early pharaohs, were, uh, were uh, Negro and uh, African. So there's no such start thing as talking about Jesus would have been Negro-like. It ain't nothing being halfway a Negro. You're a Negro. I'm talking about of a Negro type. What you mean of a Negro type? This is a different thing what scholars try to say today. No, either you're white or either you're a black man. And then he was a man of color. So now I, I, uh, I'm i going to open the floor for any questions, not the floor, but I guess I think I'm in a symposium, but now I'm going to open the line up for questions. And do have any, want to have any questions or anything they would like to share? Amen, amen, amen. God bless you, uh, Dr. Kemp, uh, powerful. Uh, you are teaching in a symposium all over the world, so thank you for your teaching, sir. Very educational and empowering uh, uh, to our spirit and to the mankind, uh, so thank you very much, sir. Uh, powerful show tonight, Dr. Kemp, very powerful show. So you opened up the microphones, so uh, the line is open. God bless you. Dr. Kemp has opened up the line. Uh, you have access to him now. You can ask questions, make a statement. Uh, you're live on the radio. Welcome to History Talk with Dr. Levert Kemp. You're on the air. Yes. Amen. We have anyone have any questions, or would they like to add anything to um, our program tonight? If... I hear Lord, someone is there, but uh, trying to find out if you have a question you'd like to ask. Actually, add anything to the. Uh... Hello, go ahead. You live on the air. <laughs> I just wanted to say, uh, oh, well, the program I had been kind of under the weather for a minute, but uh, still, the program is 
the education is enlightening. And uh, I heard Dr. Kemp make the statement that uh, his uh, PhD is in uh, theology. And it's important that uh, if we begin to utilize uh, the Bible for Christian folks to get back to the truth. Uh, we we need to have them to see, uh, how can you say that? The truth of the Bible as to who the people are, where they originated from, and the time period in which they originated. That's very important because unfortunately right now in my community, being uh, an American slave descendant, uh, our children and the communities right now here going across the width and breadth of America, we don't seem to think very much of ourselves as a whole, especially in the lower economic rank, uh, uh, ladder. Uh, we, we, I was looking at the news just recently when those two little girls did the Pythagorean theorem, and they had said they got to go check it, but these two young black girls did that. You know what I'm saying? And, and it was refreshing to see you know, these young children accomplishing something at that age so powerful, which lets, you know, it, it reinforces what Dr. Kemp is saying. You know, because you were born an American slave descendant, don't believe all of these negative things that have been put out about you. You know, you, you're one of the smartest people in all of, uh, on all of God's green earth. But uh, we need to have more Christians to step up for the truth, you know, and let's, let's, let us all be, you know, one nation under God. But uh, it, it seems to be that that's getting uh, muckered up, uh, 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 put up, swept up under the rug. There's no more one Christian nation under God. It's, it's more wickedness and lies and deception seems to be the order of the day. Thank you very much. Well, well uh, I'm glad that I could uh, be of assistance, and at the same time, um, knowing these things, uh, Brother George, I I, I, I catch your voice, and uh, knowing these things, it's, it's imperative that, that we teach our children, and that's one of the problems we're having, uh, that we're not teaching our children, um, and and when you when you think of it um, as CRT, if you ever pay close attention, they don't want certain books to be in libraries, and people are not wondering why. Uh, they don't, we don't know why. Uh, they don't want to teach it. And people are not asking the question why you don't want certain books to be, because their children will find out who really invented what, who really was the first people in the Americas. You know, they, they, they had blacks in America long before Columbus. I mean, thousands of years before the time of Moses, they had, had blacks, the Omic people was in America. So, there's so much that they don't want you to understand, and they don't want to uh, go around and teach all the inventions that the Chinese, the Japanese, the African, Native American, people from India invented, because then they will find out that Caucasians didn't invent very much. 
But they 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 pretty much the only thing they ever did was to add on to uh, modify something that someone else did. You know, so these are things that we have to look, you know, pay close attention to. Mm-hmm. That's what we need to pay close attention to those things. There's so much thing being hidden. They've been hiding for the longest about who the original Egyptians are. They, they've been actually trying to hide that. And the original Egyptians live in southern Egypt, really, today. They're Africa. Then the Nubians and uh, the people around the Sudan were really, they say, are the are real, what's really been said, they are the real um, uh, Egyptians. And then, you know, a part of the time, the, uh, the people from around Ethiopia, which is really the Sudan or Nubia, uh, they really are... Uh, were the ones that were there. So, and and it's also important too that we understand uh, today. If you go to the Holy Land, the people that call this say that they're Jews, they don't speak Hebrew; they speak Yiddish. Yiddish, and uh, that's a, a, a not a real Hebrew language. The people that 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 really speak Hebrew is like uh, they call it an Afro Afro. Uh, Asian uh, language is not is not a what you call them language that uh, from uh, Europe that the people came from Europe that the Yiddish that they speak is a uh, is what is is Russian just a mix of Russian German and Poland uh, some kind of uh, contemporary Hebrew not the original Hebrew the only people that really can speak it is from it would have to be from around around Saudi Arabia and Africa to speak it. Other mm-hmm. than that, no. I mean, it, it's something that not being taught the truth just will not be taught about things because technology, long as they can keep you out of there and don't want to talk about Walker Temple, and that's why uh, 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 Strobos and, 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 and Aristotle and, and Herodias and Pythagoras, all those learned was learned from in, in, in Egypt they call it Wasser Temple but it but it really was a univer it's a university. That's where they got their knowledge from both first the Greeks got it, then the Romans got it later later through Herodias and others. But it 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 it's something that they don't want you to know. They they but if you read any uh Herodias and, and, and Aristotle and things like that, they'll tell you that the original Egyptian were black and that's where they went to school at. Uh, they learned architecture, medicine, science. They learned astronomy. And, I mean, they learned how to write, I mean, to communicate. It's so, it was so advanced, so to, they won't tell you that because they want to want to want to keep you thinking that you don't know anything because they had enslaved you. And once you find out who you are, no one could ever enslave you again. Once, once you know the Bible says you should know the truth, and the truth should make you free. Uh, you know, we we're caught up now with uh, in America. You have a euro, a Eurocentric. Uh, all our customs, everything that we have, our culture is not our own culture. Do you know that we're the only people that don't have our own culture, but we are indoctrinated with a Eurocentric 
uh, culture, you know, and other races, uh, you could have, we say we have black history, but that's not black history because we only talk about 400 years. But uh, you just think the Cinco de Mayo, you know, uh, the Irish parade is one of the largest parades you could go to is the Irish parade. Even here in Baton Rouge, it, it, it's, it's Irish parade. We have large Mardi Gras parades, but Irish parade is a very large parade. I mean, everybody have their own uh, things that they go back so many years. Uh, so, and, But we don't have it. We And then when we study, we study like our history only go about four or 500 years. And we have more than a 500 year, uh, uh, five or 600 years of uh, history. And been in America as long as any before they had some of the they said that some of the people were uh what they call call them Aboriginal, meaning they were black. Uh people that was already in America when uh when Caucasians came, when they came Europeans came to the Americas, they already had Aboriginal people here. And then some of the Native Americans were so dark they could be passed for Aboriginal people. If you look at some of the old photographs that they have on Facebook now of uh, Native Americans, you'll notice that their facial features. I saw one look like Snoop Dogg uh, the other day, <laughs> and it, 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 it's, it's, it's something that you need to just pay close attention to. As I, I so alluded to, only 11% of the world population uh, are what people would call white or Caucasian. The rest of the people have melanin, and it makes up so many percentage of the people. If you take just India and an African continent and the continent of uh, of uh, uh, India together, you have you you don't you you almost have three billion people. You know, and I told you we have right at seven seven billion people. So that's over the half the world population there. That's not counting the blacks that's in the Americas, you know, South America, Canada, and Europe. That's not counting them, nor counting the other, uh, what they call that, uh, Pacific Islanders and the other blacks that's all over. That's not even counting them. So when you count them, you're moving quite, you're moving up there. So you know that most of the people in the world are people of color. Even if you go to China, people, they have melanin. Uh, you could go to Korea, North or South Korea. You go to Philippines. They have Negro. They have Negrados. They call them Negrados. But that that was some of the first people that that live in the mountain areas right now, in in, in um in those places. So it, it, it's something that you you'll find out that it's not that many. They're very uh, violent people, violent in nature people. And most of the world people, you, every war, every major war that's ever been had been fought among white folks and when it came to someone else's country and want to take it, if it's Vietnam, if it's Korea. But now they fought against one another with, uh, with uh, 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 well, in, the, in, in World War II, the, that you fought in the Western and the Pacific uh, theater was against the Japanese, but in, in the Atlantic and going over to Europe, it was uh, the Germans that were being uh, that America was fighting, and other allies were fighting against. So it, France and Britain and others uh, was fighting against. So uh, my father even fought in that theater. So uh, 
It's something to think about. I want to say this, and I'm going to say this until I leave. I want us to learn when, when white folk talk about, and, and I don't care who they are, if, if they, whatever, they could be any other race, if they talk about being patriotic, a person is patriotic. Well, I want to tell you that the black male is the most patriotic person in America, the black male, because we've fought in every war America had and yet come back and die on those, those different theaters of war and come back and not being treated as a, being, being treated as a second-rate citizen and not being treated fairly. So with that being said, that's patriotism. I mean, the other races, they come back, they're welcome, they could eat in this restaurant, they don't, they, they don't have to fight against a judicial system, uh, uh, a court system that's built against them. And uh, we, 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 we have to think about those things. Uh, we, 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 we fight the courthouse, we fight the economic battles, and you have to, when, you, when I say courthouse, I'm talking about the criminal justice system, economics, and uh, the communities that we live in don't get the service, our school that our children go in to an underfinance, and it's still going on. This is not something that was happening way back, but it's something that's continuing to happen. Amen. We have anyone else want to add something else to our program? But Tonya, I didn't say that because Tonya told me she told you. She told me she told you about toilet paper and that they was out of spray bottles. But we won't keep going to mute them out. Go ahead, Pastor. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying they got, okay. they, 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 they're listening, but they're not listening. So I was giving the mic back to you, sir. Oh, yes, sir. Okay, well, I want if if, that, if no one have anything else to say, well, uh, add to. I want to just thank you for tuning in tonight, and um, just say God bless you. And uh, I want to uh, give a shout out to uh, Pastor Williams, who he, who so diligently worked to make sure our children are educated about themselves, and they're educated about their the motherland, Africa, and how. When I go a little further, we're going to talk about Benin and Cameroon. We're going to talk about Togo. We're going to talk about Tanzania. We're going to talk about Kenya and all the things that are in the Sudan. And knowing that the Sudan has more pyramids than Egypt, but no one talks about this. I mean, in certain, the Sudan has some of the darkest people in the world, and every African is not a... Not dark skin. <laughs> uh, all African, African is the most diverse color people. And look it up. But what they show you, just a, a, a dark group of people. But Africa has a very, very diverse in color, diverse in facial features, hair, a hair texture, and everything else. So it, it's imperative that we learn these things and not let people pigeonhole us or just put us in one category. And, and things, mm. but I, again, I want to just say thank you to uh, Pastor William for this program that he would love, like to try to educate our people because we don't have it. We're raising uh, uh, a lost generation. Josh would say 
Then there arose a new generation who knew not God nor the things that he had did for them. We raised a generation that, and we let people tell them, and I remember this too, we would say we send our children to school to be educated, but they're not being educated, they're being indoctrinated. In other mm-hmm. words, they're being brainwashed into a, a, a Eurocentric and American system that's more or less of a Eurocentric nature. Amen. I thank again, and God bless each and every one. Uh, God bless you, Pastor William. Uh, and Brother George, I thank you for tuning in tonight. I could hear the kids in the background. Amen. But God bless Amen. you and uh, continue to tune in. Uh, and uh, I, I really, really enjoy myself, and I enjoy when people share. Amen. Uh, Pastor William, if you have something you want to say before we uh off. Well, you know, Dr. Kemp, we want to send our, uh, you know, love to you and our gratitude for everything that you bring to the table and everything that you do for this ministry. Uh, bring the knowledge. Uh, you know, knowledge is power. Uh, and and we, we have to learn our history. And, you know what I'm saying, you always tell us, you know, they know who we are, but do you know who you are? And uh, thank you for bringing that to us and uh, taking your time out. Uh, to be available and letting God use you, sir. And, Brother George, it's good to hear your voice, sir. God bless you and the family. We send our love to you. And uh, thank you for thank being you, here sir. tonight. Yes, sir. And thank everyone so that's much. out there listening, God bless you. God bless you and continue to be a part of History Talk and support the ministry. Don't forget, we're waiting on your cash app, dollar sign, all caps, Y-A-T live, Y-A-T-L-I-V-E. Send your check of money on to get with us. We love you. And ain't nothing you can do about it. Back to you, Dr. Kemp. Well, God bless each and every one again, and we're going to uh, – uh, Brother George. Yes, sir. I, yes, sir. Why don't you pray for us tonight? Why don't you pray us out? All right. Mm-hmm. Heavenly Father, we humbly beseech thee, hear our prayers. We come, Lord, saying hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah. Glory to God on high, for he is worthy to be praised. We ask, Father, for your blessing on Dr. Williams and Dr. Kemp. Lord, we ask a blessing on our families, our community, our churches that are open in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ's name, Father. But most of all, Lord, we ask you to open up our minds and our hearts that we might know and accept our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 God bless each and every one again. We thank you. I love everybody, black, white, rich, or poor, and there's never nothing you could do about it. Good night. Much love. We out. Amen. Oh, my people, I love you. We're a family. Yeah, you and me. Why you hate me? I'm 
just trying to be, yeah. Late as I can be, great as I can be. Grow with one another, living happily. But you hurt me, yeah. Why not work for peace? Lying from Zion, I am a kid. It's History Talk with Dr. LaVert Kemp on YAT Radio. It's Breaking Chains. God bless and thanks for listening to Breaking Chains on YAT Radio. Listen every night as we live stream on www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash YAT Radio. Or call in live 858-357-9137. Breaking Chains on YAT Radio. Leaving a mark that can't be erased by breaking the chains of silence. Thanks for turning us on this evening. Just know we are here to assist you in recovering your light from back from the darkness. Speak the truth with Young Adults Talk Live, a ministry for the people of God. So let's join together and recover what's ours. God bless you from the Young Adults Talk family.